Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere on the internet. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you are a first-time listener, uh, thank you for listening to my podcast and giving it a chance. Uh, what you can expect from this podcast is what I do is I compare uh, WWE Television, Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views uh, to running a fantasy sport. Uh, in like people who play fantasy football, fantasy baseball, and so on and so forth. I basically run this podcast and compare television uh, results to fantasy sports for point-wise. Um, I try to have this relatively go pretty fast. Uh, I try to keep this going under 15 minutes because I know you guys have a lot of stuff to do. And I ramble on um, because I just ramble on about useless things. Uh, so really quickly how this podcast works is I tell you the three main things we learned during the week. They might not have to pertain to a particular match, but it's kind of three things you kind of should learn, basically in the general scope of the idea of what happened during the week that you should pay attention to. I tell you my top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that got you the most points for fantasy. And the counterbalance that I give you my top three fantasy duds of the week. Uh, These are wrestlers that probably should have won a match and didn't, or didn't win the way they should have, or just wrestlers that for fantasy didn't give you the point-wise point value that you were expecting. Uh, after that, I tell you um, how, how my predictions were for last week and how they did for the results. And then I give you some starters and who to sit for this upcoming week. Uh, and after that, I have a little fun with my fantasy wrestling stat of the week. So I try to keep this right at under 15 minutes because I know I just rambled on. So without further ado, let's go over the three things we learned during the week. Uh, number three is Io Sky and Dakota Kai. I like how their names are the same. Um, kind of. Uh, they advanced in the women's tag team tournament. Uh, I don't think they're going to win. But it was nice of them to uh, get a push by at least winning their first round matchup. I mean, they didn't really beat anybody. But, you know, win is a win. Advance when you can. Um, so with that, that, they did good for at least moving the ball forward for credibility for them right away. Um, number two is both the U.S. and the IC title both successfully got defended this week. I'll get to them in a little bit. And the number one thing we learned during the week is hit roll return without Swerve because he's an AW. Um, but it's good to have another face tag team on any show. They're going to be on SmackDown. Um, I think the better of the two shows for the tag teams. So they should get a lot of action pretty soon, a lot more matches. But it's good for them to come back and for another credible tag team to be on the show. Okay, now let's get into our top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week. Um, you kind of know what one and two are going to be. It's just a bit of who you want to go with one and two. But number three I have is Omos. He wasn't really rivaling in this week. So to keep him relevant, he won a handicap match against two local jobbers. Um, I'm sorry if you don't know the term jobbers. Basically wrestlers who get paid to lose or enhancement as they're called now. Uh, he won a handicap match. Um, he's not going to get any push anytime soon, but they want him to be relevant, so they want to keep him on TV, but they don't want him to lose anybody, so he's just going to keep beating up on these useless job enhancers. Um, so he got a good, he got you some points for Omos. He should be starting anyways for your uh, roster, but I can't see him winning the title anytime soon. Uh, number three, I, and number two is I have Bobby Lashley. Um, he successfully defended his title against Ciampa. Um, I only have this 
as a U.S. title. He, I only have this as number two because of Gunther uh, fighting a harder competition. Uh, I knew Lashley was going to lose against Ciampa. I thought there was an outside chance, but I didn't think it was he was going to lose at all. Uh, that's why I had him as number two uh, fantasy stud of the week. And the number one fantasy stud of the week is Gunther. Um, he beat a very quality opponent in Nakamura, successfully defending the IC title. I don't think Nakamura is going to get another shot at the title anytime soon, so Gunther is going to have to step up his game and go against a new challenger pretty soon. Uh, probably have to clash the cast or whatever, but if they are going to do that, he's got to start someone right away. Um, so he's my number one fantasy stud of the week. Uh, if you have fantasy stud, you got to have fantasy duds of the week. These are wrestlers that didn't have a good week, um, either in the loss or they didn't win the way they should have. Uh, I'm number three, Kevin Owens. Um, he basically had a no decision against Ezekiel, and then he beat him up so much after the match that Ezekiel got carried out in the stretcher. We're not going to see Ezekiel for probably a little while. But if you're going to build Owens up, he should have won the match clearly. Um, if you're going to, Owens is going to have a better push now. Triple H is in control, but he still should have won that match cleanly. If you had him starting, you probably got no points for no decision, so you're kind of mad about that. Uh, number two is Dawkins. He got stomped on um, by uh, Seth Rollins. He's probably gonna fit, he's probably gonna do the injury thing for a little bit. This is also a good way for them to break up the Street Profits by having Montez Ford fight for a little bit and see how good he does for singles. So if you have Dawkins, you gotta decide um, what you're gonna do with him. If he's gonna be out and they're gonna play the injury card for a little bit, because I think the Street Profits might be breaking up and you gotta get what you can for him. So if he's not back this week, you got to figure out what you do with him. And the number one fantasy stud, fantasy dud of the week, I'm sorry about that, um, is Dexter Loomis. Uh, what you don't know, he was in uh, NXT. He got released. He just got brought back. But basically, he was in the crowd for the AJ Miz no DQ match, um, and he caused Miz the match. I don't understand the point of this. Uh, I don't know if he's distracting the Miz or if he's a, a fan of the Miz. Whatever. I don't know. But he should be a bad guy. And I, I don't know. It, that's not a good way to have a guy start off. See, people are going to draft him right away for fantasy. But until you can actually figure out what his storyline is, you got to stay away from him. So actually, I have Dexter Loomis, who didn't even have a match, um, as my number one fantasy dud of the week. Um, even though he didn't have a match and he didn't cost you any points, it's just doesn't look good for him if you're going to draft him. Okay, so let's get into our predictions of last week and how I did. Um, I said to start Gunther. I said he was going to be Nakamura. I was correct on that pick. I said to start Omos. Um, I said he wasn't on last week's Raw. He was going to have a match sometime on this week. He was, and he won the handicap match. So I was right on those two picks. I said to sit Xavier Woods. I said he's going to milk the injury. I was correct on that. He didn't have a match. I was correct. Um, <laughs> the last one I had for a sit, I said Roman wasn't going to have a match. I can't see him having a match before Clash of the Castle. He didn't have a match. I was correct on that pick. I know it's a little bit of a stretch starting Roman only on pay-per-views, but I thought maybe he'd have something where he'd do something, but he, he wasn't. Um, so I was, uh, sorry, Lashley I was correct, or um, <laughs> Gunther I was correct on, Owens I was correct on, Woods I was correct on. And Roman Reigns, I was correct on it for my four picks. So I was four for four for the week. So for my predictions for this week, I'm going to go a little off the wall. I'm going to take uh, Ziggler. I think he's going to have a match against Otis. 
Um, he just had a match this week against uh, Chad Gable. So I think he's going to have a different match against the same tag team. So I'm going to take him against Otis, and I think he's going to win because they want to build Ziggler up as a real um, legitimate wrestler again. So I'm going to take him. Uh, I'm going to start hit row. Um, I think they're going to kind of build some momentum as a credible tag team. They're going to beat somebody this week. Uh, I'm going to start them. Uh, I, I believe they, they got to stay on TV. they got to stay relevant. People have to get behind them. So I think they're going to fight somebody. I'm going to sit Dawkins. I think he's going to milk the injury with Rollins. So I can't see him having a match. He might come out if um, Ford has a match against Rollins, whatever. But I can't see Dawkins having a match at all. So I'm going to sit Dawkins. And here's a little bit of a stretch. Um, I'm going to sit Nikita Lyons and Stark. Um, I forgot her first name. Zoe Stark. Sorry about that. I was drawing a blank. Uh, they're having their debut matches on um, SmackDown. In the women's tag team tournament, they're going to fight Sonya Deville and Natalya. I think they're going to lose. Um, it, it doesn't look good if you lose your debut match. But I don't think if they win, they're going to face the Rodriguez and Aaliyah. I don't think they're going to have a double face match, if that makes any sense. So the, the heel tag team has to win that match, and it's going to be Sonya Deville and Natalya. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, so I think Lions and Stark are going to lose their debut match this week. It's a little bit of a crazy pick, but that's what I'm going with. Okay, so as for the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week, since March 21st, which has been a while, Seth Rollins is 5-0 and in singles matches on regular television, Raw Smack and Raw and SmackDown, which is pretty good. But in other matches, he's 0-2. Um, an eight-man tag match and a battle row match. So this has instant credibility for Rollins. I know he loses on the pay-per-view. That's a different discussion. But if you leave him in every week, he's getting you points enough where he's getting credibility as a wrestler. He's winning enough as singles. And when he loses, it's not in a match where he looks bad. So they're building Rollins up for something. It's just a very slow build-up. Um, so Rollins might be a guy um, you probably can't pick. Because most things already hasn't taken, but you may want to think about trading for, see what you can get for him. Um, you probably might not have to give up a lot for him. People probably overdrafted for him or are kind of mad that he's not really doing that much now. So you might be able to get him in a trade, but see what you can get for Rollins. I think he's in an upward trend. Uh, that's it for this week for fantasy wrestling. Remember, if you want to hit me up and ask me a question, it's Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. And just remember, you can spell Winchery without W-I-N. Thank you for this podcast. Hope you guys enjoy Raw and SmackDown. And hope you guys enjoy the continuation of the Women's Tag Team Tournament. Thank you for listening and uh, have a good week. Thank you. Bye.